Didn't we hear a great word this morning? Amen. Brother Caleb Herring blessed us with an anointed word of God. So thankful for this good man. I'm so glad that he is with us. Uh, last night when I dropped him off in the, in the evangelist quarters, he said, now, is there any way that I can get into the church tonight? And uh, we made it possible for him to do that. And I knew he would be in here praying, not just coming up to the pulpit to preach, but with a time of prayer, fasting, and preparing for these services. And you can feel that anointing in his ministry. And so we are so thankful that he has uh, come to be with us in Palm Bay. And I'm sure this will not be his last time. Would you make him feel welcome one more time? Evangelist Caleb Herring from Bogalusa, Louisiana. God bless you. Well, let's clap our hands unto the Lord, everybody. If you like what you feel here tonight. Amen. I don't really know why, but I have a strong desire to say that I stand with Israel. And if the United States knows what's good for it, it'll stand with Israel as well. Because blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And all that land that they're fighting over there for in the Middle East is not so much about the soil itself as much as it is about the promise of God. And covenant rights. And we are, you know, that has a lot more to do with you and I than what you think. Because the natural is a reflection of the spiritual. We are spiritual Israel. And the reason there's conflict over there in the Middle East with natural Israel is because there's conflict with the apostolic church, spiritual Israel. I want you to know hell knows its time is short. I said hell knows its time is short. Hell knows that we are about to step into the greatest revival that the world has ever seen. And it's going to fight tooth and nail. But my Bible says, I will bless them that bless you and I will curse them that curse you. Anybody thankful you're on the winning side here today? There are some kingdoms. I'm going to just take a moment right here. I'm just just flowing right now. There are some kingdoms that have a beginning and they have an ending. There's only one kingdom that has a beginning but no ending. And that's the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And he said, I'll gather all nations to battle against my people in Jerusalem. And he said, when I get all the enemies of my people gathered in one place, they're going to find out it was a setup. He said, I'm going to plant my foot on that Mount of Olives. And Jesus Christ is going to descend from the heavens. And he's going to remind every nation, every kindred, every tongue that he's in charge of this thing. Mm. 
And it really does feel like over the last year and a half, we as spiritual Israel have had every enemy gathered together in one place against us. But I think that's a signal to let us know Jesus is about to show up in North America. Anybody feel a witness to what I'm saying right now? I know you probably think I'm just rambling, but I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. And they said, in that day there shall be one Lord and His name one. Bishop, there's going to come a day that there's not a China Communist Party. And there's not a United Nations and there's not a United Kingdom. There's not Democrat or Republican. There's not liberal or conservative. It's just the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And it is our mandate to establish kingdom government here on the earth before that kingdom is established. We are in the grace dispensation, but there is a principle in theology called the already but not yet principle. We already have the earnest of our inheritance, but we do not yet have the fullness of that inheritance. And so that is applicable in that we already operate in kingdom dominion. But we do not operate in the kingdom dispensation. And so the power of the world to come is accessible to the apostolic church that are filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And so that means when you lay hands on the sick, they have to recover. When you speak to the atmosphere, it has to shift. When you prophesy, things happen. When you open up your mouth, there's, there's, a, there's a shift in the atmosphere. You want to know what I feel about this church? I don't feel regional dominion. I feel global dominion from this church right here. In the spirit world, I, I, I genuinely feel like this church operates at a level of dominion that impacts the entire world. Because there are nations, there, 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 are, there are different nations that are represented here. This is a multicultural church. I just believe that God has taken pieces of the world and planted it in Palm Bay, Florida. So that when you gather in this building and when you go to your personal prayer closet, you are tearing down strongholds in different regions of the world. We need to pray right here. Let's lift our hands and let's pray here for just a moment. I'm going to preach, but we need to just take some time right here. I want you to pray for nations right now. I want you to begin with Israel and I want you to pray for Israel and other nations right now. Can we do that? Come on. I I know this is probably breaking protocol and, and, and we're getting out of our traditional box of the order of service, but that's all right. We need to just flow in the Holy Ghost right now.
Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm, I'm going to just tell you, we are people of the name. And we are one of the only groups in the world that believe that Jesus is not just another prophet or another teacher, but that he is God in the flesh. And God looked at Moses and he gave him a revelation of his name and he said, I am that I am. Now go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. But God hardened the heart of Pharaoh and he did not let God's people go. And Moses came back to God and he said, you gave me a revelation of your name. Why did you raise up resistance in Pharaoh? And God said, I raised up resistance in Pharaoh because if I had not raised up the resistance, only Egypt would have known who I am. But because of this resistance, now the world will know who I am. You want to know why there's resistance to the apostolic church and the spreading of the gospel in the four corners of the world? It's because God had to raise up a resistance uh, so that when that resistance is broken, it won't be just one nation uh, that knows Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords. uh, But it will be every nation that knows Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying right now? I want you to lift your hands and one more time, I want you to pray against that spirit of Antichrist that's trying to restrict the release of the gospel across the world. Why don't you just pray in the Holy Ghost for just a moment? Let the Holy Ghost broaden your vocal cords and just pray in the Holy Ghost for just a moment. Come on, this church is going to see a revival that is much bigger than Palm Bay, Florida. You're going to see a revival that stretches across the globe. You hadn't had your best crusade yet. You hadn't built your last Bible school yet. Come on, you hadn't funded the last missionary yet. You hadn't planted the last church yet. What God is doing in this area is much bigger than Palm Bay, Florida. There's an east wind that's blowing and it's going to reach the four corners of the earth.
There's there's a dimension of warfare that you can just you can just flip that switch right now. I loose you right now before this may be as far as we get here tonight. I want you to open up your mouth and I want you to begin to do battle in the Holy Ghost right now. I want you to go to battle in the spirit all over this house right now. You're warring for nations in this room right now. You're warring for countries. You're warring for missionaries. You're warring for places. There's not an apostolic footprint yet. Come on, pray with authority. Pray with authority all over this house. God is enlarging the borders of this church in the spirit realm right now. He is enlarging the borders of this church. There will be souls this church reaches that you'll never meet. There will be lives this church touches that you will never meet in person. But they'll carry the gospel to places you don't even know about. I'll tell you what, reach over and agree with somebody. Grab your neighbor by the hand and raise that hand under the heavens and pray. Pray with authority. I, f- I feel kingdom dominion in this house right now. Mm. Mandolo bohore emeheke sekete hela bahakataha. Iloho shohoko. Come on. I feel those angels in this room right now. You've just stepped beyond intercession and you're into warfare right now. You're dispatching angels to the four corners of the world right here. They're being dispatched from Palm Bay, Florida right now. I wish somebody would just let loose for a moment and do battle like there's a nation dependent because there is because there is
There it is. There was just a shift in this atmosphere right now. You need to entertain that right there. You need to dig your heels in and go a little bit deeper and get a little more demonstrative with your prayer right now. There, there was just something that shifted. Something just swept into this room right here. There you go, sis. There you go. There you go. You need to just, just go to another level wherever you are. You need to fan this flame right now. You're doing battle in spirit on behalf of nations in this room right now. I'm calling on some ladies in this room. Lift your voice. With everything you've got, specifically the ladies, you've got that covenant on your head. And you've got power with the angels because of that covering. I want you to raise the volume right now with your voice. You're dispatching angels right now. The Lord's placing a burden for a certain country or a certain city on some of your hearts right now. You need to begin to battle on behalf of the souls of that area. I feel I feel very strongly if I'm talking to you you're going to know exactly what I'm saying when I say what I'm about to say but I feel very strongly that there are prophetic voices in this room that aren't you, you, you haven't identified the gifting that's in you yet and you're frustrated. 
And so when you operate in the prophetic, sometimes you'll feel emotions like depression. And it'll set on you out of nowhere. And you'll say, God, what in the world is wrong with me? Nothing is wrong with you. You're just under the weight of a word. It's not depression. That's just the most accurate way you can describe it. It's like a, it's like a heaviness that just rests down on you. And you think something is wrong with you. And you walked into this room with your countenance defeated because you think, so, you think you're losing your mind. You just want to shut up in a room, and in a dark room, all by yourself and cry because you're feeling this heaviness on you and you don't know what it is. I want you to know that that is an emotion that God is allowing to be stirred inside of you because He has put a word in your spirit. And the next time you feel that feeling, if I'm talking to you and I, I, I know you're in this room right now, the next time you feel that feeling, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to a place of prayer and I want you to let that emotion be the fuel that drives your prayer. And you will pray with a passion and a fervency you would not have prayed with otherwise. And when you pick yourself up off the floor in that prayer closet, I promise you that you will have a word from God in your mouth. You're not depressed. You're just under the weight of a word. There's nothing wrong with you. You've just got a word in your spirit and you've got to find a place to pray. And you've got to stay there until that word comes out. If you feel like you're condemned and you feel like you're depressed, it's not condemnation and it is not depression. It is just the heaviness and it is just the weight of the word that God has allowed to be stirred inside of you. And I loose you right now by the authority of the name of Jesus uh, from thinking another day that something is wrong with you uh, or that you're losing your mind or that you're depressed. You are not depressed. Uh, there is just a prophetic anointing on your life and you've not been able to identify it. I want you to lift your hands right now and pray. If I'm talking to you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. As a matter of fact, if I'm talking to you, I want you to start right now. You walked into this room with that weight of depression on you. There's a word in your spirit and you got to pray until God brings that word out of your spirit and puts it on your lips. Would you let that emotion fuel your prayer right now? Let that weight, let that heaviness just fuel your prayer right now. Come on, lift your voice, lift your voice. Lift your voice.
Come on, prophet, get out of your cave. Nothing's wrong with you. It's just the spirit of Jezebel that wants you to be fearful. That's all it is. There are some of you in this room, God, God is about to bring into prophetic ministry and prophetic giftings where you walk into a room and you just know things and you wonder, how do I know that? And it's all going to make sense because you've been intuitive most of your life. You've just always been able to pick up on things and put things together. You think that that's just your personality or the way that you're wired by coincidence. No, God wired you that way because he wants to show you things that he does not show everybody else. And the Holy Ghost wants me to tell you that your flaws do not hinder him from using you in that prophetic dimension. God said, hey, Jeremiah, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. And what does Jeremiah do? He starts to list all of his flaws and all of his inadequacies. But God said, I called you to be a prophet before I ever formed you in the mother's womb. Can I tell you, a deficiency developed after your birth cannot negate a destiny that God gave you before your birth. Hey, Moses, it doesn't matter if you stutter. I made your mouth. And when it's time to open up your mouth and prophesy, I am going to be with your mouth. I loose you right now from every lie of the enemy that wants to tell you because of your flaws and your inadequacies, you can never open up your mouth and call things that are not as though they already were. God is saying, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I ordained you as a prophet. Of God. I'm telling you, God's going to raise up people in this church, Brother Myers. He's going to raise up people in this church, and they're going to have their pulse on the flow of the Holy Ghost. And they're going to have an awareness of what the eye cannot see and what the ear cannot hear. They're going to have an awareness of what the mouth cannot taste and what the nose cannot smell. They are going to have a keen awareness, not of the natural world, but of the spirit world. 
And you're going to help navigate this church to a place in the spirit that it has never been before. But you've got to get over the lie of the enemy that tells you you're not qualified, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you haven't lived in church, you haven't been part of the church long enough. I'm going to tell you that there are some people that haven't been living for God very long. And because of the urgency of the hour that we live in, God's not going to wait for them to be perfect like the rest of you before he starts you. Using them in the gifts of the Spirit. Let's lift our hands and let's pray right now. Come on, there's prophets in this room. I want you to lift your voice right now. The Lord sent me by here to help you identify the gift that's inside of you. You've been frustrated. You've been pulling your hair out thinking something's wrong with you. There is nothing that is wrong with you. There is just a prophetic gifting that God is trying to release in your life. It's all over some of you. It's, I can see it all over some of you. You don't need to hold anything back right now. You don't need to hold anything back right now. That emotion you've been feeling, it's just the balance to your gift. It's just the signal to let you know there's a word in your spirit. There was a a Shunammite woman. The Bible said that she built a room for the prophet in her house. The prophet stops by to rest. And he prophesies to the woman. And he says, by this time next year, you're going to have a son. What he was saying was, is because you made room for the prophetic. 
By this time next year, your future is going to be birthed. And this woman's future dies. She brings that boy and takes him to the prophet. And the prophet brings him into that room that the Shunammite woman built for him. And he lays the boy down and shuts the door behind him. And the Bible says that he aligns his eyes with the boy's eyes. And his mouth with the boy's mouth. And his hands with the boy's hands. And he came back to life. Because the woman built a room for the prophet. Her future was brought into alignment. With what God sees. With what God says. And with what God does. And I feel in the Holy Ghost that because of the. That because of the prophetic ministries that God's about to raise up in this church, he's going to take the future of East Wind and he's going to make it greater than it has ever been before. Because more than ever, it's going to be aligned with what God is seeing, with what God is saying, and with what God is doing in this end time hour. I'm telling you, this is not just a church that is living in the blessings of God by coincidence. But this church is positioned where it is positioned. And you are connected to the people that you are connected to. Because you are a major part of end time harvest and revival. And God has taken this church and he is aligning it greater than ever before. With what he sees, with what he says, and with what he does. Let's lift our hands and let's pray right now. As a matter of fact, brother and sister Reed, I, I've tr- I'm telling you, I've tried to get away from this this entire service, and I just cannot do it. You have the gift of hospitality, and it's no secret at all. But when you open the door to the ministry, what you are doing, whether you realize it or not, is you are building a room for the prophetic in your home. And there are dimensions of the spirit that you have observed in other people and you have thought that it's not available for you. That is a lie from the enemy. There is no dimension of the spirit that is available for somebody else but is not available for you. And because of your gift of hospitality and opening your home to the men of God that this man brings in and out of this church and to this man himself, God has taken your future and he is making it greater than what your mind can even comprehend. He is aligning it with what God sees with what God says and with what God does. Why don't you lift your hands one more time all over the house. Let's pray. We need to just pray right now. We need to just pray right now. There's a flow of oil, brother and sister Reed. There's a flow of oil you can't even comprehend that God is releasing into your home every time you build a room for the man of God. 
Every time you put food on the table, every time you serve the man of God, every time you operate in that gift of hospitality, God is releasing that flow. This, this church, this church is such a, such a blessing to the ministry. Brother Myers, you're one of the most loved men that I've ever met in my life. Sister Myers, you and your husband are some of the most loved people I've ever met in my life. And there are men that through the years, they're going to be tired and they're going to be weary and they're not going to have any place to they're going to come to you. They're going to come to your wife. And because of your kindness and your gentleness to them, they're going to find rest here. They're going to find rest here. And God's going to take their future in that time of rest, and He's going to align it with what He sees, with what He says, and with what He does for their future. It's no coincidence that you're a nice man. That's not, just, that, that's, that's not just by coincidence and that you're positioned here in this hour. It's because God's going to send men to you so that they can find rest and refreshing. And God's going to bless you and your wife greater than ever before because of it. Because of your giving spirit. Because of your serving spirit to the ministry that needs rest when they're weary.
I know I may be way off base to some of you, but I'm, I'm just following the Holy Ghost because I'm trying to get you to understand that when you link up with the ministry, when you link up with the prophetic office, uh, what it does is it opens up the windows of heaven uh, and it releases the supernatural into your life uh, and it releases the blessings of God. There, there are... There are some of you here, you feel like what I'm talking about is available for everybody else except you. But there is no dimension of the spirit that is available for somebody else, but is not available for you. The father of John the Baptist was in the temple praying in Luke chapter 1. And when you study that out, theologians say that he was praying that God would send them Elijah that prophet that God would raise up in the end time to prepare the way for the appearance of the Messiah. He was praying that God would send them that prophetic ministry that would prepare the way and usher in the greatest visitation that the world had ever seen. His problem was is that he was praying for it to be birthed in the house of somebody else. And that's exactly the problem with a lot of us uh, is we believe that God can use somebody else to lay hands on the sick. Uh, and we believe God can use somebody else to prophesy. And we believe God can use somebody else uh, to have dreams and visions. But we don't believe God can do it through us. And that angel shows up and he says, Hey, Zacharias, uh, I know that you're praying for this prophet to be born in somebody else's house, uh, but that prophetic ministry is about to be birthed uh, in your house. Uh, and what is birthed in your house, uh, it's going to usher in the greatest visitation uh, that the world has ever seen. Uh, you hear me in the Holy Ghost in this house. Uh, there is no dimension of the Spirit that is available for somebody else, uh, but it is not available for you if you've got the mindset to conceive it to pray it for somebody else God might just send an angel to your prayer closet and say let me birth it through your life my God I just felt a witness in the Holy Ghost in this house stop thinking it's available for everybody else but it's not available for you no baby it is available for you you can dream the dream you can see the vision you can prophesy I rebuke that lying tongue of insecurity that says I can't be used of God. You want to stand to your feet in this house and say the devil is a lie. I want to be a part of what ushers in the greatest move of God that the world has ever seen. And the Bible said, he said, hey, he said, hey, Zacharias, his name is going to be John. And whenever he got that word from that angel that that prophetic ministry was going to be birthed through his house, uh, the Bible did not say that he just got up and left that altar and went about his business. Uh, but the Bible 
Bible said that when he walked out of that temple, it said that they marveled at how long he tarried in the altar. I want you to know there's an altar in this room tonight. And if you're really hungry for God to give you a ministry that will usher in the greatest visitation the world has ever seen, it is available for you. But you've got to be willing to linger. You've got to be willing to wrestle with God. You've got to be willing to pay the price. So yeah, it's available, but it's available for those that are willing to pay the price. It's available for those that are willing to linger in the presence of God and say, I'm not leaving this room without a thing that I didn't come with. I'm not leaving this room without a gifting that I did not come with. He said his name's going to be John. And when Elizabeth gets ready to birth John, they said, what's his name going to be? And she said, John. And they said, you can't name him that. Because there's never been anybody in your house with that name. There's never been anybody in your family with that name. There's never been anybody in your youth group with that kind of ministry. There's never been anybody at your job with that kind of anointing. And the enemy is trying to lie to you and tell you because you don't know anybody else in your family that's operated in that kind of ministry. You cannot operate in that kind of ministry. But Zechariah said, I was there when I tarried. And you weren't there when I tarried. And because you weren't there when I tarried, you don't get to name what I carry. Don't you let the enemy lie to you and tell you that because there's never been anybody in your family used like that. That God can't start it with you. I'm I'm telling you, I'm trying, I've tried to get away from this. But there are prophetic ministries that God is birthing in this room. And you may never grab a microphone. You may never stand behind that pulpit. But there are prophets in this room and you don't even realize it. And the gifts of the Spirit have a balance. Paul had a thorn in the flesh, but Elijah had Jezebel. And she said, by this time tomorrow, you're going to die. And so what does he do? He runs in a cave, fearful for his tomorrow. What is the main spirit that we have fought in the last year and a half? Fear. It's because the spirit world knows exactly what the apostolic church is about to step into. And it's trying to cause all of the prophets to hide in a cave uh, filled with fear about the churches tomorrow. But the Holy Ghost has sent me by here to tell the prophets in this church it's time to get out of your cave. And it's time to open up your mouth and begin to speak to the atmosphere. It's time to open up your mouth and begin to call things that are not as though they already were. We don't have time for you to hide away in a cave fearful. As a matter of fact, if there's somebody online right now and you hadn't shown up to church since the pandemic started, I want you to know that's just the spirit of fear that's trying to cause the apostolic church to go into hiding. But those days have got to come to an end where, my God, where we come out of the cave and we begin to speak to the atmosphere and let the devil know we're about to see the greatest revival that the world has ever seen. I need 
need you to lift your voice and pray right now. Come on, Elijah. Get out of your cave. with this right now. Hey, if you're online and you're watching, uh, you know exactly who I'm talking to. It's time for you to pray against that spirit of fear that's trying to lie to you and tell you that you can go everywhere else except the house of God. Uh, It's just an attack of Jezebel that wants the church to be fearful of her tomorrow. Get out of the cave. feel a boldness on me in this house right now. You want to shout and say our greatest day was not yesterday. It's right now. And God's going to birth some ministries in your house that usher in that move of God. Go, just give God everything you've got here for a moment. we got to fight against Jezebel. You're not depressed. There's just a prophetic anointing on your life. It's time to get out of the cave, Elijah, and go anoint Elisha. Go anoint Jehu. Go and carry the anointing. There's a ministry for you. There's a gifting for you. It's available. shoulders and you felt depressed you're not depressed there's just a word in your spirit why don't you pray with that fervency right now and let God give you a glimpse of the ministry that's been inside of you all along Listen for just a moment. Listen. Listen. 
had I gotten to the message that I was going to preach, I would have, I would have mentioned this, but I, I feel in the Holy Ghost to say this right now. That we are a prophetic people and we are the most prophetic generation that's ever walked the face of the earth. Brother Barnes prophesied before he died that there would be young prophets that God raises up in the end time. That would literally be able to control the elements of weather. That would literally be able to speak to the weather. And cause fires to take place. Or cause rain to fall or cause rain to stop. With the purpose that it would distract the spirit of Antichrist from persecuting the church in the end time. Don't be so naive enough to think that some of those prophets couldn't be in this room. I know that seems radical to some of you, but that's just, this is who we are. I said, this is who we are. As a matter of fact, I said this at Wynn's conference, and I'm going to say it again because I feel in the Holy Ghost to say it. In Acts chapter 12, when Peter was in the prison, there was prayer made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And what did God do? He released an angel to go into that prison and release him from the bondage of that prison. And this is what the Bible said. It said that the angel delivered him from the expectation of the people. I feel that same angel in this room right now trying to deliver some of you from the expectation of the people. Because what people think of you will hinder you from operating in your prophetic gifting. Don't you think I know this is online and all the all the attention this church is this church gets? Don't you think this has been uncomfortable for me? But I know what the Holy Ghost has spoken to me. Because when you operate in the prophetic, you gotta shut your mind off. And you just gotta say what God is telling you to say. That angel is here. I, I felt that angel standing over there on the platform and I was wondering what angel it was and why it was here, but now I know what it is. God has sent that angel into this room right now to deliver some of you from caring about what people think of you. So that when he puts a word in your mouth, you're gonna shut your mind off and you'll open up your mouth and you will speak what thus saith the Lord. You know, but it's available in this room right now. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the hungry right now. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray and speak the word of faith. And God's going to impart some giftings into this room right now. The enemy has lied to some of you and told you that it's available for others, but it's not available for you. It is available for you if you're willing to pay the price for it here tonight. you got to live with a God consciousness where every moment of every day you have an awareness of God. 
And your spirit is fixed on him. And God will show you things he doesn't show everybody else. Some of you need to find a place to pray in this room. If you're really hungry for it, you'll lay on the carpet. You'll put your face in the carpet. And you'll stay there until you wrestle with God. You'll lay in between these chairs and you'll stay there until you leave with an anointing you didn't have when you came in this room. It's available. And listen, we don't have time to wait until you're 40 or 50 before we acknowledge you as prophets, young men and young women. While you were just a teenager in your high school, you can be a prophet of God. And there are some of you elders, that ministry is available for you. And you've felt those emotions and you've wondered what's wrong with you. Even in the sunset years of your life, God can use you in a dimension you've never operated in before. Are you ready? If you're hungry for it, here's the question you need to ask yourself. How bad do I want it? How bad do I want it? When I pray, I want you to respond in proportion to that answer. If you want it bad enough, you'll lay on the carpet and you'll wrestle with God. If you want it bad enough, you'll lift your voice and you'll intercede until you get it. If you want it bad enough, you'll find a place in this room to pray and you'll go after it with everything you've got. Are you ready? By the authority of the name of Jesus, I call forth the greatness that is in this room right now. I release you from the expectation of the people. I bind every lie of the enemy that tells you it is not available for you. That wants you to run and hide in a cave and tell you something is wrong with you. I loose you in your prophetic gifting in the name of Jesus Christ. Now when I count to three, you lift your voice and you wrestle with God and you let God know how bad you want it. Are you ready? One, you need to find a place to pray in this house. Two, three, go after it. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Come on, Zacharias. It's available.
Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. What God is doing in this place. Come on, it's affecting the world. He is getting you ready to affect the world in a new dimension. At a new level. Lift your voice. There's ministries being birthed here today. There's gift things being recognized here today.